Introducing Ryan RF. Keep throwing those girls around me outside. Round me outside. Round me outside. Disrespect. Back again. Shady's back. Say hello, friend. Kisses back. 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 And welcome to the program, people. This is another edition of Music Monday, and it's a special edition one. It is the 20th anniversary podcast of the Eminem Show. And I have a, a self-proclaimed Stan who will go toe-to-toe with anyone on her Eminem love and knowledge. And that is Erica Vinyl, who hosts the... Music History on a High Note podcast, which you can find on Spotify and other places. How are you, Erica? I am in love with Eminem. Hi. Yes, yes. You're, so you're, the, you're in love with Marshall Bruce Mathers. I am. And his birthday is like three days before mine. He's going to be the big five zero this year. Yeah. Doesn't that make you sad? Makes me feel old, too. So, yeah, because he's as old as my mom because she just turned 50. Oh, what? And I and I started listening to Eminem when I was five years old, and see how well that's uh, that's done for me. Oh, see, yeah, no, I wasn't even allowed to. Like when we finally discovered Eminem, I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and my mom would only let us get the clean version. That sounds like my mom too. <laughs> <laughs> but then I found out Pandora was a thing, and they weren't clean, and I was just there like, you oh, go. that shit. <laughs> oh, the Pandora days! I yeah, th- those were those were fun days. But LimeWire so- days were not fun days. Wow. Well, that that crashed my computer. I couldn't couldn't do it after that. But yeah, so we are going to talk about Eminem Show, which we both agreed is our favorite Eminem album, and I think it's his best album. Thank you. He had that three album run, like we said, Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem Show, and he killed it with Eminem Show. I will personally throw hands with anybody that disagrees that the Eminem Show was not his best piece of work. So we're, we're going to go into why this is his best piece of work. I wrote down a whole bunch of accolades for this. Yeah, this motherfucker put effort into it. <laughs> I yes, was like, did. oh, shit. That, I just obsessed like that. <laughs> I put I put effort into because this is if I made a favorite albums list, this would be close to the top because I just I love I just think it's great. And I'll explain reasons why I think it's great. But. We're going to start with some accolades, which, so it was the best-selling album of 2002 worldwide, U.S., Europe, everywhere. That's for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Certified 12 times platinum, debuted at number one, sold 1.3 million copies by its second week in the U.S., and over 27 million copies sold worldwide, which makes it one of the best-selling albums of all time, and the second best-selling of the 21st century behind Adele. Adele. Yes, Adele's 21. So that's the Rolling in the Deep album. Of course it is. You're, you're telling me that Without Me or Sing for the Moment can't go toe-to-toe with Rolling in the Deep or Fire in the Rain? or No. No, I don't think it can. Yeah, I... There's a reason why all of her albums have not been bought. And you go to Target and you'll see like 15 of them sitting on the shelf. 
<laughs> there's 15 albums. There's like 10 vinyl. There's, you know. Hey, I like Adele. I liked her last album, but we're not here to talk. I mean, we're not here to not, talk Adele. Yeah. I just thought when I was reading that, I'm like, I was curious because it said the second best. I'm like, oh, what's the first? And then I saw that. I'm like, I'm really not surprised, but I am at the same time. Because, uh, you know, I guess, you know, all all the bitches love Adele. And I'm kind of surprised. I was very, Out of all the things that came out of that decade, like. Yeah, for the 21st, just 21st century alone. Like, that's, yeah. It, so for the Eminem show to be second, that's. That's longevity and like perfection to me. Um, it won best rap album at the Grammys. With whatever you want to say Yo, about the when Grammys he got now. So confused, and it was what was it? Christina Aguilera presented it, and she's like, "Of course, it's Eminem," and he just like dissed the fuck out of her. Oh, oh, <laughs> I think because of the real. It was because of the real Slim Shady video. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I think he said, like, Carson Daly, Fred Durst, they're arguing over who she gave head to first. And then that's pretty, yep. that's pretty awkward when you had to give an award dude, to the dude. That video and her outfit is so, like, early 2000s cringe. And I'm like, oh, my God. I remember when everybody thought that was okay to dress that way. It was 2002. Things were great. We were young. We were living life. We didn't have to worry about anything. And Eminem was, was at the top. And I was seven, so that's that's just crazy, and that's just what makes me feel more depressed that this album's twenty years old. See, I didn't even know who Eminem was then. Are you kidding me? My mom wanted to make sure we didn't know who that was. She goes, "He's so angry, and I don't want you listening to him." Well, well, fa- you know, fast forward all these years, <laughs> clearly did clearly did wonders. Oh my gosh, she goes, "You still like Eminem?" I'm like. Mom, I have every single one of his solo albums on vinyl. She's like, you do? And I'm like, yeah, all of them. Yeah, so it's it's not a phase, Ma. It's not a phase, Mom. It's who I really am. Yeah, it's, it's not like a my phase. Emo phase. My emo phase is the same way because that never ended either. Yeah, well, my, my hip-hop uh, phase will never end, and I'm just getting more into the beauty of music. So... Oh, also, Without Me won the best music video. I left that out. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that video at all? Uh, so, I, yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was him and Dr. Dre as, like, Batman mm-hmm. and Robin or something like that. Or or he was, no, Eminem was Robin, and then Dr. Dre mm-hmm. was just some dude riding around with him. I just remember him being Robin. Yeah. It's been a hot second. I didn't honestly ever see any of his music videos start dating my last ex who would play his music videos all the time. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't ever watch music videos. I used to be obsessed with watching music videos. and So would I, but, like, that wasn't in the time where I knew who Eminem was. Yeah. Yeah, especially early 2000s music videos. Like, there was always, and even 90s videos, they were always just more creative than what it is now, I think. Dude. Well, it's like, so, working at Rock and Brews, they, and... They'll say, oh, we can't have that music video on because it's not appropriate. And then they go ahead and put Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana on TV, which includes um, a guy hanging himself from a tree, a little girl prancing around in a KKK costume. Like, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I'll never I'll never get it. I'll never get that. So when was the first time you heard uh Eminem's show? Oh god, I have no idea. Like are you like the whole album through and through? Uh like yeah, and then I guess maybe the first song. I'm gonna take a guess and say Without Me was probably the first song you heard from this. I'm gonna be honest. When I started listening to Eminem it was on Pandora. So at that time I was listening to it, but I don't remember what, like, I remember hearing like the certain obvious huge ones, but I don't know what the first one I heard off of it was. It might've been till I collapsed, but like, it was just whatever would play on the Pandora station. Okay. Yeah. The first song I ever heard from that was without me just cause mm-hmm. when I was younger, I would watch so much like MTV and TRL and stuff. And I just remember that always coming on TRL. Yeah, TRL, Total Request. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, TRL. That's that's a 90s, 2000s staple. They would play all the popular music videos of that time. And they oh, would have yeah, certain see. music guests in the audience and stuff. We so. weren't allowed to watch anything like that. Uh, well, he Eminem was one of the people that was constantly on there. Like Limp Biscuit was constantly on there. Of course he was. Yes, Freddie Durst was on there. You know, you had your Christina Aguilera's again. You had your Britney's and Eminem. Because I guess, you know, early 2000s is when hip-hop started to get more popular. And he obviously was a part of that. So he commercialized Well, plus, I mean, it. it was a shocker to them, too. It was a shocker to the world, too, with the fact that, like, this is this really white trash kid spitting fucking rhymes, like, literally like the fucking king and everyone's like wait hold, hold on yeah this doesn't happen yeah 98 99 is when he first came out and everyone mm-hmm. you know they're like who the hell's this white boy like this i actually have one of his um it's a bootleg it's infinite Oh, and that was from yep. like 96 i think it doesn't even sound like him if you really listen to it it's so raw it's it's so really good, good though Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all you could find is bootleg ones. Like on Spotify, they just have the single Infinite, but you can only find bootlegs mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, uh, Justin randomly found one one day. He goes, I don't think you have this. And I'm like, I don't. It is so raw. And like, then you fast forward to Slim Shady LP. And, and you're like. It, it went like a complete 360 because he's talking about you know, killing his wife and, you know, not on, he wasn't doing that on infinite. Infinite was just I mean, more rap, like just trying to make something. To be fair, he wasn't, he wasn't just like an angry dude at the same time. Like it, the fact that those lyrics mixes the fact that he was very, very, very white. That, that when you, when you're a white rapper, especially back then, you had to have something that like made yourself stand out. And yeah, like Vanilla Ice. Your mom Vanilla and- Ice had the fucking weird ass hair in the '90s. So, mm-hmm. but that was corny rap, and that's what everyone thought. Oh, another white rapper is going to be Vanilla Ice, Weird Al, and all that shit. Yeah, it was never like they weren't taken serious. So, like, so you he know- wanted to be known. Like, I'm not serious. I'm serious, bro. Yeah. Well, like what's the, what is the worst shit I can possibly say that'll get people's attention and get people talking about me? I guess maybe he was one of the first real trolls. Oh, I 
Mm, Bef- well, no. Those have been around forever. Well, yes, but in terms of, like, I guess more in hip-hop, it seemed like, because, uh, I don't know, just the, the things that he was saying first coming, you never mm-hmm. heard that in music. And look at all, and, like, the government would go after him, and, and like, he even raps about that in White America, which we could talk about here. So I wrote down a list for this, basically why I think it's a perfect album. It had your, your political song, your storytelling songs. You had your catchy first single introspective, your love song and bangers and then controversy. So those are all the topics I have there. We'll start off with the political song, white America. Basically, Mm. honestly, it's a, it's a jam. It's a jam. Listen, we had a touch tunes when I worked at game time and I would always play it. And he'd say, Erica loves my shit. You would hear me. Kids will be the rest of Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> well, so you didn't, you say you didn't know what TRL was, but then after that, Erica loves my shit. I go to TRL. Look how many hugs I get. Doesn't mean I know what that is. That's true, but yeah, that's true, but. You know, I, I, I thought, did, honestly, I I've always heard those lyrics. So when you said TRL, I I know of it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay. That, There's yeah, a lot that's... of shit that they talk about to where it's like I wasn't like allowed to know anything. I mean, I was like four or five. Yeah. But like my mom kept like kept us in the dark. Like when I tell you all the you watch was like PBS and Disney Channel. Ah, uh, oh, like PBS with like Arthur and all that, and the the magic. And then in bus. the car, it was Radio Disney and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but wh- so White America is your political song, basically. You know, I vote for him. I, remember, he quote unquote ran for president two years later. He had um, when Encore was coming out, he. Um, I remember he was doing some quasi fake campaign. You mean like how Kanye ran for president? Kanye actually ran. Well, you know, ran. We're going to go with that. But no. Um, I know somebody no, who voted for him. So did I. But um, you voted for him. No, I, I did not vote for him. I said, I oh, know. So I said, I know someone who voted for him. I would have rather voted for Harambe. Well, that was that was the case in 2016. <laughs> Dicks out for her on bro. R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. But I remember hearing, I remember seeing the music video first of this song, and I thought it was creepy. If you ever saw it, it's like it's an animated one, but it's like mm-hmm. you, you know it's from the early two thousands because of how crappy the animation actually is. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like computer into music videos, it was so bad. I found it creepy, and then I just. I didn't get the meaning of it fully until I was older. Mm-hmm. I was just thought like when I was younger, I was just thought, Oh, he's talking about us. He's talking about like the white people. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's far from what he's talking about. I was about to say, it's, it, especially now that song has way more become relevant than it has ever because of the fact that he's literally like, yo, I've lived even, even living a shitty life. I've lived more privileged. Because yeah. I'm white. And it literally, I was saying, listening to it. Um, and I mean, obviously, I've been listening to it such a long time before, but I was sitting there listening to it, like, right as the whole uh, BLM thing was going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
this is in 2002. Like, holy shit. And this, and basically, it's a lot of censorship talk, too. Because, like, mm-hmm. everything that Eminem was saying then was so shocking and controversial. And for that time. Oh, man. For that time. How the tables have turned. How the turns have tabled, yes. Yeah, and, like, I, I just, I think it's a jam. I think it's a really good song, too, though. Like, Ignoring the meaning, I think it was really produced good too, and like mm-hmm. Eminem just sounded really good. Like yeah, actually, but he always works of, with great producers. No, he he produced this whole album himself, with the exception of two songs. I'm about to say, I know that Dre worked with him on at least the one. Yeah, but a majority of the songs. And produced himself, which was... Because he's a bad motherfucker, exactly. and that's why he's daddy number two. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Man Crush for me. That's about as far as I'll go. He's Listen, a... I almost quit my job to fly up there when he opened his restaurant because he was signing things there. Ah, I, Mom's and I regret having not gone up there because I kind of got my ass signed that day. Yeah, and you could have met him because he was doing that through the drive through. I remember. I know, but I want to get my ass signed. Yes, and you would never wash it again, just like... Uh, no, I would get it tattooed on. Fair, fair. Remember, <laughs> I have a whole leg of it so far. Yes, which is... I've seen It's a very impressive. If you're a big music fan and see that, that's... I, w- I was impressed when I saw it, too. So... So, do you, did you, do you remember the song Business? Bro... Marshall sounds like an SOS. Holy, Holy whack! And lyrical lyrics for Andre fucking right to the Ratmobile. Let's go. Marshall. Yeah, okay. Dude, how do you, so that song is a whole ass bop. How do you? It not, is a bop, and I actually have uh, that written down here in the bangers <laughs> business. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. But oh, so thank God that yeah, that was one of the. Really good songs off of it, like the. I would march around the record shop, just like dancing to it, and everyone's just like, "You good?" And I'm like, "I'm great." Well, remember one of the um, one of the verses on there? Till we grow, till we grow beards, get weird and disappear into the mountains. Nothing but clowns around here, but we ain't fucking. Around. Oh, I just. And then he has a beard twenty years hey, later. Can I get a hello? Yeah. Now let's get down the business. Oh, thank thank God. Okay. This, yeah. I one of the bangers on this album. There's another song that I'm going to say which I hope you think is a banger too. But then after business we get controversy. And that's cleaning out my closet. I like that one. Oh, it's, it's, I'm sorry, Mo. I do that that chorus for some reason lives right free in my head. I never like, meant it to hurt you. Pop up like once every four days, and all of a sudden I'll just hear in my head. I never meant to make you cry, but tonight I'm cleaning out my claws, and I'm like, where did that come from? I could rap that entire song word for word. Like when I was younger, again, I didn't know what he was talking about, and I remember my mom would get annoyed when I would play it. I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah, I could see now. 
But God, there's it, many reasons why my mom didn't let us listen to Eminem or didn't let us know who Eminem was. Well, I, I also, also, we should have mentioned this in the beginning, talking about the song. Like he had no snare in his headphones. <laughs> Man, I, can't, I, I ain't got no snare. Oh, the, 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 there you go. Oh my God. You know, you know what's funny? I just remembered when I first heard Eminem. Are you ready to cringe? I'm ready. I'm ready to cringe. Let's go. The first time I ever heard an Eminem song was when he did that song with Rihanna from uh, Recovery. Love the way you lie. Yeah. Wow. I was in like seventh or eighth grade. That's sad. And that was because we were finally starting to be able to listen to more mainstream radio. Oh, and that song was always on. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then that's when I had I started having my iPod Touch. I had my Pandora, and I would I started listening to music. And I'm just like, oh. And then, and then you know, since he's daddy too, I'm sure that you saw him. You're like, oh my lord. Not back then. Back then, I thought he looked weird. But then again, at the same time, back then, like I was a frumpy little potato sack. So. <laughs> Uh, so like I could rap basically this whole second verse or no no the third verse. Now I would never diss my own mama just to get recognition. Take a second to listen for you think this record is this and that put yourself in my position. Just try to envision when the single mama popping prescription pills in the kitchen, bitch, and then someone someone's always going through a person just missing. Oh, I think I did good there, but I could basically rap that entire thing and. So that's the controversy because, oh, he talked about killing his mother now. Like, oh, well, that was standard Eminem then. So That's a dream come true in my book. <laughs> but. Oops, did I say that? Oops, I did it again. Okay, so here's the second banger, and I hope you agreed. Uh, square Dance. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, literally, I swear to God, that whole album, if I was playing, I had to play it on Mondays because that's when kids weren't coming in as much. And literally, it would be me and a bunch of, like, people that would, I'd be like, "Can we? are we good listening to some explicit, suggestive content? And then we'd all be just be sitting there, like, getting down. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. Oh, uh, this, nah, come on now. Let's all get on now. <laughs> no, no, wow. Dr. Oh, Dre wants so a square dance with me. So good. It's just so good. So that's good. that's the second banger on the album. And that uh, I, I could rap that whole song too. I honestly just this whole album. <laughs> God bless. Thank you. This whole album is just like full of I, I just know all the lyrics basically. It's just cause it's all full of gems. Now, the only one I had literally, I had to do it not only for the people in the shop, but for myself, because with the people in the shop, it just made it so weird when it was playing with Drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're not I think that's, to this. I think that's the one song I have more gripes about, that it's not my favorite. It's funny, but... It, it, but when you're in a whole room full of people, and that's what they're and they talk about what they talk about and i'm sitting there and i'm like you almost have to awkwardly kind of look away sometimes like yeah i decided to play this 
oh no, oh no. After like the first minute and a half, and then I would just sit there and I'm like, nope, nope. And then I'd skip it to without me. And everyone kind of looks at me like, I couldn't do it. It's a little too weird. Well, on the clean version, that's not on the clean version. Drips is not a song on the clean version because I know that because I was, you know, I was only allowed to listen to the clean versions of the album. And it would always, it was literally just a drip of water. And then it would go to Without Me. Literally just a drip of water. That is the ultimate troll shit. Oh, I love Eminem. Because I, I didn't listen I to, love Eminem. I didn't listen to drips for years. And you I, didn't know it existed. I didn't know it existed. I just thought it was like uh, just that drip of water. That's uh, fucking funny. I mean, the, the, I'm reading the lyrics here on the chorus alone. That's why I ain't got no time. And then in parentheses is, I think I got chlamydia. <laughs> For these games and stupid tricks or these bitches on my dick. That's how dudes be getting sick. That's how dicks be getting drips. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I would just sit there and I'm like, mm, mm, no. <laughs> oh, like, it, we could all be grown-ass adults, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, and then Eminem, when his verse, now, I don't want to hit no women, but this chick's got to come, and someone better get this bitch before she gets kicked in the stomach. I don't think I ever made it that far. You didn't even get to Eminem's verse? Not in the shop. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, you only got to Obi's verse. Yeah, that was it. That was the only part. And that's PG compared to what M says in his. Yep, and yep, yep. And there would be days where I'm like, maybe I won't skip it, and then I, it would hit. Just for the just for the people who will eventually listen to this, I'm not going to actually say what's the the rest of what's in this verse. It's you, bad. You have to just listen to it. It is uh, 35 and older, which means we are not old enough to listen to it. Oh wow! But we have. Yeah, well, I mean, I started listening to Eminem when I was five, and clearly that's that's affected me a lot. So, you know, if we're listening to it in so our wait, 20s. what's my excuse then? Uh, you can use the same excuse as me. We we just. Uh, uh, I started listening to him 10 years after you did. Uh, I don't know. Then you, I don't know. I don't know what your excuse could be. I'm just a fucked up individual. It just happens that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. So. Um, on the lyric site that I'm on, Genius, um, and of course my Wi-Fi not loading, they said due to the songs, it says due to the song's explicit nature, and then after that, I don't know what it says, but when it loads, I will tell you. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know if the clean version, I, I obviously they had the clean version of like Spotify or Apple Music. I don't know if they'll have the drip. I think it was on the CDs only. So you had to buy the clean CD and hear the little drip of water. Hold on. Let's do some research. Yeah, because for a clean ver, like they would basically block out a lot of what was said in the song if it was put on a clean version. Like 100% would just, the whole song would be almost censored out. So, I also wrote down, like, storytelling songs. So, like, Mm 
mm-hmm. you know, arcs where, uh, well, this was a three track arc where it's basically the same story. Do you remember reading about him beating up a bouncer? Because mm-hmm. he saw him uh, kiss Kim. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with the skit, the kiss. Do you, you remember he's talking to his friend and then he has the gun and like, then he tells Not him. Not even to, loaded, bitch. He's like, get Did out, he bitch. Did he fucking kiss her? He fucking kissed her. Yeah. Sorry, I have. No, hey, you remember all. God bless to the people who remember the skits. So. Jimmy Sands, because that was the one that was right before Soldier. Yep. Which, wow, I remember that. So I think, I think, so that starts off the story arc here where he talks about, you know, hitting the bouncer over Kim. And then it leads into Soldier, which I think the lead in is perfect too. Like, because at the Dude, end. Dude, I love it. With the. Yep. That first verse I love too. Never was a thug, just infatuated with guns. Never was, I don't know. I Just his delivery in it. It's not just the words. It was more so his delivery. I'm like, he's he's literally at the top right now. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm trying to look up about the whole uh, drift thing. <laughs> it's probably. Like now, I- it's, it's piqued my curiosity so hard. I wonder if it's like on Reddit too. I wonder if people have talked about it on like a no, Reddit thing. Yeah, that is explicit, but I'm just. Well, no, no. The thing I, I picked up accidentally was explicit. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure some people, if they ever had the clean version, I'm sure they would know about the the little drip of water instead of the actual song drips. Yes, here. So it says, due to the song's explicit subject matter, the song was removed from the album's clean version. I know, but I'm trying to see if it's, like, in part of any of the audios or anything. Like, I'm just, I have this, like, weird curiosity for it now. <laughs> I mean, Keep talking, though. I'm, I, I'm, I'm paying attention. Yes, keep, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm... But it's just... <laughs> It really was going back to that really quick. It was a pretty good troll job. Dude. Yeah, and then so Soldier per, what that was one of that still is one of my favorite Eminem songs just in terms of how uh, the beat was great. He's rapping great. Just a really good song and then it leads into Say Goodbye Hollywood, which is another great song the fucking banger all around the whole album yeah it's it really it should get more because they always say marshall mathers lps is best one i I always it's a good album i disagree eminem show should be the one that should be to me considered just because it's like Mm -hmm. it's like more personal shit too like more shit that obviously people were able to relate to it's funny. I'm looking at the CD cover and it says drips on the back. Yeah, it. it I remember. I kind of want to buy the CD now, but I don't have the money to right now. But I might buy the CD off of eBay just. Oh, uh, to... the clean one. Yeah, yeah. Make sure it has yes. to be the clean one. Yes. Yes. That, oh, there's copies for like six, seven bucks on here. Yeah, it was always at the. It was at the end of Say Goodbye Hollywood because that's yeah. that it would lead into it. 
Like, oh, and then Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. And that's they have it on the regular. That's how the song begins on the regular album. Yeah, but yeah. And that's where we're going into the catchy first single. Everybody knows without me. Listen, just because of the beginning, I whenever I pull up to work at game time, I would start playing it on the touchscreen before I walked in, and I'd be like, "Guess who's back, 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 back again?" And everyone's like, "I hate this bitch." And that's. I feel like that's made it into pop culture and meme culture. The guess who's back, back again. I mean, maybe not in the past like ten years. No, but it maybe. it was it, it did at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, here and there, I'll still see some, but maybe, maybe because mm. we're back when like iFunny was a thing. Oh, I remember iFunny. Do you know people still use it? I bet they do. Like in 2002, when this was recorded and everything, they didn't have Twitter or any, like, so it's like, how, how do people like shit talk music and everything like that? I always, oh, maybe AIM Instant Messenger. Well, they had AIM, I want to say that's, what year did MySpace start? The next year. Oh, three. Was it the next year? Yeah, it was oh, three. Um... Oh, Who knows? I guess I magazines, because you know magazines, yeah. which is or newspapers. It's just like now you can just find all that shit online, or just go on Twitter, or just mm-hmm. any of these forums. I mean that that they had forums back then, but they just weren't like what we have now. No, because blog blogging was, you know, the big thing, and. Mm-hmm. But now, look, you know, it, it all became such a good thing. Like, because, you know, everyone just loves each other now online. And it's just. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, ah. I made. Yeah, I made a funny. You made a funny. <laughs> but so without me, easy, easily the most catchy song on the album. Easily like his most catchy song in general. Yeah. Well, yeah. Real Slim Shady. So I thought. I don't know. I mean, Real Slim Shady's catchy, but I just feel like without me, it's just there's just something there that I, isn't in what. I always I know, love. Maybe. I love when he. Um, I, for some reason, I love that Chris Kirkpatrick you can get your ass kick. Larson Will and Biscuit Bastards. You can get stomped by Obi. Thirty-six-year-old artifact. Blow me. Nobody listens yeah, to techno. Yeah, I know my shit. Yes, nobody uh, listens to techno. Let's go. Yeah, that's yeah, and and the music again. Remember, it won the best music video at the Grammys too. That video yeah. was all over the place too. Like we said, it had Dre and M as Robin. Anything and, that had to do with Eminem was all over the place, especially back at that time. Oh. Like early Eminem, absolutely. His new stuff is obviously like the music videos are way like watered and toned down, and more serious in nature. And I don't know Godzilla wasn't very serious. No, that was yeah, that, that was that was a really good produced video. That was so good. Yeah, because lyrical lemonade they make. Um, Cole Bennett is the guy. He makes really good music videos. So, mm-hmm. and then he and then M I think did uh, Nat the song Nat with them too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I've only seen that one once, but that was way too long ago for me. Yeah. 
Well, too long ago, two years ago. How sad. Two years ago? For No, when Music To Be Murdered By came out. Oh, I thought you meant Nat. And I'm like, that one came out last year, sir. Yes. But um, that was on part B. Yes, yes. Which is insane amounts on vinyl, which makes me sad. What do you mean? Everywhere I go, I always find it like it's like 60 or 70 bucks. And I'm like. Because it's a four album thing. I, I know. And I always. I, I wish they separated it with just side A and then side B. Yeah, well, that wasn't going to happen. No, because they want to, you know, they want to make the more money. I get it. It's a business move. Yeah, too. but I mean, you got to think, he's got enough money. He, he's not hurting for money. Somebody no, he's, talking he's to good. me one time, they're like, he doesn't make money anymore. He has to be broke as shit, whatever. And I'm like, Do people not know what? how the music business works, too? They get royalties on the streams and the songs and stuff. I mean. I'm like, I don't. Just, eh, eh. He'll always make money. Why do you hurt my brain? Well, why do. Yeah. Oh, he probably buys drugs and all that. Um, he's been sober for like almost 21 years now. Yeah, he's a long time, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, you. I mean, obviously when I was young, I didn't know he had a drug problem. I didn't know what drugs were really when I was young, so. Mm-hmm. It's just, but like, you know, everyone says, oh, the drugged out Eminem was better. Uh, well, have you listened to facts, sir? Was, you was, just don't like it when he speaks the truth and about things that aren't fucking funny. Yeah, like. I don't know, but so without me, really very catchy first single, and then what is next in the track list here? So we have without me. Um. Oh, we got your favorite skit. It is my favorite skit, literally. Paul Rosenberg. So Paul here, to give you a backstory, is a little pissed off that. Marshall here has a gun There's because never a Paul skit where he's not pissed off. That is true. Paul is usually always pissed off, and he's pissed off that good old Marshall brought a gun while he was on probation. And Erica can take it uh, here from just from a word standpoint. What what did Mister Rosenberg say? Oh, do you want me to do the whole thing? Absolutely, do the whole thing. Oh my god. Okay, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> M, it's Paul. Listen, Joe just called me and he told me you're out behind the studio shooting your gun off in the air like it's a shooting range. I told you not to fucking bring your gun around like an idiot outside of your home. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Don't bring your gun outside of your home. You can't carry it on you. Leave your fucking gun at home. And then, which, well, that was beautiful. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Which then beautifully leads into sync for the moment. Which, oh my god, oh my god, I love that. I love him and Aerosmith together. That was the first time I ever heard of Aerosmith. <laughs> when oh, I heard that, I know. Serious? I'm dead serious. And my dad was disappointed because he would play it when we were younger and I just didn't pay attention. And then when Eminem did it, I'm like, oh, the Aerosmith, this, this is good. <laughs> And I'm disappointed in you too. What the fuck? Yeah, I was a little disappointed too because classic rock is a staple that should always everyone should know. That's what I think. I now. like it when artists like um, 
like later on in one on recovery he did it's the uh the last one on the album it's the untitled track yeah um where he takes the um sound clip from the leslie gore song you don't own me and that one's from like the 60s and i was just like that's like in the way beginning you have to like really hear it it's like so subtle I know what you're talking no, the about. Background, the background, the background music too matches with it with the beat. Like in the oh no, um, in the middle of the song, yes, but I'm like in the beginning. It's very subtle when you hear it first because he's talking oh, over it. Yeah, I thought so. Either way, I like it when they take old stuff like so that I. and they so give it a I. whole new life. Well, oh my god, just like going through changes. He has the uh, Ozzy oh song. Oh my god! That's, that's not on this. Al- that that's one. not on this album. That's no, on that's recovery. Not on recovery. Yeah. yeah. No, that that is recovery. Yes, that's recovery. Yep, that that's recovery. Relapse. I'm think for some reason I'm thinking of the song "Beautiful" for no reason. Well, "Beautiful" is also that's my one favorite of one off of Relapse. Yes, that's it's a good song. Very good song. Mm-hmm. But so sing for the moment. Ah, oh, that again. That was the first time I ever heard Aerosmith. My apologies. Um. It, actually, just it's gonna be like when Post Malone put Ozzy Osbourne on his song, and everyone's like, "Who's uh, this Ozzy Osbourne?" I thought you were about to say you didn't know who Ozzy. Was I knew. I, was I fucking knew who them. Ozzy was. Come on. Why? Because of the reality show? No, not because of the reality show. My dad would play a lot of Black Sabbath, like Iron Man and Crazy Train. You know the 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 OGs. Yeah. Seeing people on Twitter be, be like, yo, I don't know who this Aussie dude is, but Post is really putting him on the map. Well, they like, did that to Paul McCartney, I, too, when uh, Kanye West had his songs with him. Or um, Elton John. I, I don't know. It's like, who did that no, with Elton John? Um, Dua Lipa recently did oh, one with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, who's this Elton John guy? Oh, well, Elton John has been around for 50 fucking years. And oh. you should probably kill yourself. Yeah. No, don't do that. But maybe just like soak yourself in some bleach. Yes, or just, or maybe go do some research and and realize. But again, yeah, but that's just too much for people nowadays. That is true. That is true. But uh, it's. <laughs> but I mean, Dream On's already one of my favorite Aerosmith songs, especially because it's off their first album, and their first album's just so good. But um. But then the fact that he did it with them, and I just, I would, I think it'd be so cool to actually see that performed live. Well, with I both of them, I saw M in 2014. Shut the fuck up. I don't remember if he uh, performed "Sing for the Moment." I don't really. remember. I'm talking about with Aerosmith. Oh, that. Oh, just because well, when he did Ellen, you know, stand with Ellen John, that was awesome. So imagine doing it with. Did you ever hear what he gave Elton John for uh, his wedding gift? Yep. Oh, my God. Yes. They talked about it on the uh, Seemingly Unknown podcast, and Zach didn't believe it. And John's just like, no, he really got him diamond-encrusted coffering. Yeah. Like a set of them. Mm-hmm. And people say he's homophobic. No, he knows what's going to irk people. And, you know, well, early Eminem knew how to irk people. Like, really I good. Mean, he still makes he he still throws out a couple of uh oh it, it's it's really great to hear when he sometimes does it mm-hmm. but but yeah think for the moment very i don't know about quote like uplifting but a very good 
song to kind of just... No, because the, the lyrics are like very dark. It's about him having grown up and what he's what he has now and just like, you know... And also just dealing with the entertainment industry and how everyone just goes for you. Fuck. Yeah. But I'll, it's a lot of quotables on this one, too. They say mm-hmm. music can alter moods and talk to you. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just sample. He does sample Aerosmith perfectly on it. Because again, it is when you do classic rock samples. I feel like, I don't think that was sampled though. I think that was actually recorded with him because that solo is not in Dream On. Or. <sighs> Yeah, because um, even if you look at the lyrics, it doesn't say, like, it just says a regular chorus. It's just, it doesn't say who was sung by. Because everybody but, knows that chorus. Yeah. It's, it's dream but I think on. that they reworked it and remixed it with him. Yeah. Um, I never actually read into, like, kind of what happened with that. It's just. Oh, I didn't. Uh, that's my assumption. Like, I'm not trying to tell, like, lies out of, yeah, yeah. Lies out of school or whatever. Well, Steven Tyler is credited as a writer, obviously, just because... Mm-hmm. I mean, duh. Yeah, it does say sampled Dream Uh-uh. Either way, it's a great song. Perfect. I mean... And going back to the classic rock, certain classic rock sampling is very hard because I feel like you don't want to screw it up. Yeah, but... Like, do you ever hear people like that? They don't ever give a shit. I know, but you want to, you want to make it sound good. I I don't know. You think that stops people in the hip hop industry? Have you heard some of these idiots putting out music? (laughs) I have. And sometimes I think that's why I have ear trouble, but. uh, And then, oh, so here is my love song of the album. I think Superman. Boy, you drive me crazy, and bitch, you make me hurl. They call me Superman. I love him so much. Oh, my God. I love that song. I, I Bumping at my car is so much fun, especially when I'm in like that mood for that song, karaoke-wise. I remember my ex would look at me and be like, okay, babe. I did not think like, of that as it. a karaoke song, but here we are. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So first thing you Any- said, first thing, ah, first thing you said, I'm not phase. I hang around big stars all day. I don't see what the big deal is. Anyways, you're just playing old Marshall to me. Ooh, yeah, go <laughs> run that game. Haley Jade. I love that name. Love that tattoo. Love that What's tattoo. That say? What's that say? Rotten pieces. Oh, uh, that's great. First off, you don't know Marshall. Oh, we, we could probably just go back and forth for that whole song. Oh. With this whole album, bro. Yeah, so I guess that's the love okay. song. Do you remember the music video at all? I've never seen that music video. Because it, it's it's like an X-rated, because he has a porn star in it. Of course he does. Yes. I mean, to be fair, Fall Out Boy has a porn star in their video, too. I say porn star loosely because it's Kim Kardashian, but... <laughs> yeah, Back lo- in her, like pre-butt injections and facelift. And Kanye West days, yes. Oh, God. He's officially like... Hey, I, I, love, I, 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 love, I love Kanye musically and his shoes, but I do... See, I, when it comes to domestic abuse, and I don't really, I don't like his music, but 
there's that separation where I can't separate it, especially having been someone who dealt with it. And then like watching yeah. this whole Amber Heard case right oh, now. Oh yeah. Dude. That's another topic, but that's just, yeah, that's. Ugh. So do you think Superman is a love song or like maybe like a weird no. fetish love song? <laughs> No, it's basically I fucked you and you're a good fuck, but you I ain't wiping you up. <laughs> basically, I can't be your Superman. Can't be your Superman. Ah, oh, so that yeah, and then we go into introspective, which which is one of my all time favorite Eminem songs, and that is Haley's mm-hmm. Haley's song. Oh, I love the song. This has a lot of quotables too, I think. Mm-hmm. I act like shit don't phase me. Inside it drives me crazy. Well, I and it's it's so weird to think Haley's around our age now. So I wanna say Haley's like twenty I think she's my age. I think she's twenty seven. Is she really? Yeah. Damn. I can Eminem with my dad. And or then, Dave Grohl. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Like the and then when Eminem actually raps in this song, the verse is like very like kinda sad. Cause he's like, I'm so glad your mom did it, and then it's like it's blocked out, but you know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And then I love this. You probably get this picture from my public persona that I'm a pistol packing drug addict who bags on his mama. But I just want to take this time. Ah, I don't even have to hear the song. Just I, I just would know the whole thing. Was this one of your favorite ones? You think or no? Really? Mm-mm. Fair. I think the first half of the album is more so my favorite, and that when it gets to the last half of it. Probably the only ones I truly, truly, truly like am obsessed with would be My Dad's Gone Crazy until I collapse. I think my dad's gone crazy. Well, <laughs> well, we're gonna so we're going into the Steve Berman skit. What'd you ever think of that one? That's where he shoots him. I don't know that one. I was like, okay, because I, I maybe it's because I'm partial to all the Paul skits because literally like all of them just like speaks to me on a whole they nother always, level. They always hit good. I, I fucking I, I feel for Paul, bro. I fucking feel for for Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, he, at least he goes along with it. But the Steve Berman, I, I laugh at the Steve Berman one because he's literally about to give him a compliment, but Eminem, since the previous albums, got all ridicule. And then he's like, this is the most incredible thing I ever heard after being shot. Mm-hmm. And then... I like this song, When the Music Stops, with D12. That one was another one that was probably one of my least favorite ones off the album. And I like D12. Like, Devil's Night is going to cost me, like, $200. I know. It's so hard to find. I could have gotten it when it was 40 on Amazon, but uh, I didn't. But I still got the holographic D12 World one. I need that one still. It's Oh, my God. I love that album. So, but Devil's Night's my favorite one. I, I, I think I like the message on the when the music stops. Like, I, I don't know. 
I'm a, I'm a lot of times I'm about messaging and, and especially my, uh, my hip hop songs like messaging instead of just the mm-hmm. money cars hose. But so basically they just, they, you know, they vent the frustration about the music industry and mm-hmm. I thought it was just interesting. And then bizarre had his own bizarre verse. You know, it's like uh, NWA said, fuck the police, now I'm in jail. <laughs> and then it's like Ludacris told me to rock the, or do something. Now I'm in the hospital with a broken nose and a fractured elbow. <laughs> so I think it has some moments. but mm-hmm. And then, did you like Say What You Say with uh, Dre? Or was that another one that didn't? Honestly... I think that was to where the point, because most of the time when I'd listen to the album in full, it was at the shop. But I think that was to where somebody finally would walk in that wouldn't want to hear that music. Yeah. And so I remember it. it. It was a good one, but it's not one that stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, I just think I like any time when Em uh, and Dre are on songs. So it, any of those songs always stick out to me. Mm-hmm. Just because the chemistry's there. Even though Eminem writes Dr. Dre's verse all the time. Because you could, you know, Dre, Dre's good at other things. Just, you know. It's like, Not yeah, yeah, you know, write my raps for me. I'll produce your music. Well, sweet. Okay. Works for me. And then Till I Collapse, which I put down <sighs> as my workout slash motivational song. I'm going to be honest, I like that song until this creepy manager of mine at game time kept playing it because he thought that that would make me like him more. By playing Till I Collapse or just Eminem in general? Because that was his favorite Eminem song. Oh, so so it's not a, it doesn't have hold a good memory for you right now. Not anymore. But as a song as a whole, do you think it is? Oh, it's a great song. I fucking love that song. I'll get down to that song every day. All day. That, I Except think that's right one of the best choruses ever, too, in a song. Rest in peace. Yes, R.I.P. Nate Dog, the Hook King. If you heard him on any other Hook, too, he was great then. Uh, but till the roof Two to comes the one, up. to the one, to the three. I like that bitch is in like a tree. <laughs> Smoke so much trees, you wouldn't believe that I get my ass, and I get in, my the ass in the, the toilet, toilet seat. <laughs> That's on. That's shake that. If anyone uh, does rip, not know that song, rip Nate Dog, bro. Yes, R.I.P. Nate Dog. One of the best choruses. I didn't know he was actually related to Snoop. Yeah, yeah. I learned that during my Snoop Dogg episode a while back. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and um, there's another rapper related to Snoop Dogg too. Uh, classic rapper, uh, Warren G. So. But yeah, R.I.P. Nate Dogg was just a hook king, and mm-hmm. but yeah, that that song was a classic, and all of Eminem's verses are great. It just like it it makes you want to get up in the morning, you know. <laughs> That's definitely like one of those like it's now or nothing, like pumped up, get my adrenaline going song. Absolutely. I like when you hear the intro, you're like, Oh yeah, I know I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Beautiful. I learned how to play that on guitar once, like the few notes, but like that was a long time ago and I don't remember that. I wonder if if 
because uh, pre-show we were talking about heavy metal bands covering hip-hop songs you think anyone Mm-mm. have you you don't think anyone could cover this one um i think they could i don't think they have i would be impressed if anyone could i would be impressed if someone could just like the intro of it i would like to Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't know that 11 months ago they did Lose Yourself. Who? Our last night, the one I was telling you oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heard. Okay. Uh, I'm kind inter- of inter- interested in hearing that. Dude, they do everything. It's so good. But, Miss Erica, so we are coming to the end of the album. And you know what song's next, right? Well, I think my dad's going crazy. Yep. So. Oh, my God. So do you know what he was doing in the beginning of the song? Um, Wasn't he, like, beating Kim or some shit? No, he. So he has the TV on in the background, and in it you hear glass, like someone moving something on glass. He's. How tired am I? I don't remember this. <laughs> he's he's uh, sniffing a line of coke. Understandable. No, actually, no. Haley's in the other room watching the TV. Em's mm-hmm. in the other room. And then I think she walks in and is like, Daddy, what are you doing? Oh, I have, I have a funny story about this song. Oh, so God. when I was younger, like I was nine years old. And I put on a concert for my family playing oh, no. Eminem songs. Stop it. I'm de- yeah, I'm very serious. Your parents must have been so disappointed in you. Well, there's video proof of it, so oh, no. I could send you it. <laughs> it's, it's, how, how grounded were you after this? I was not grounded. It was the edited versions, though. But um, so the funny, the funny story I have with this song, so I'm rapping it. And, you know, we're getting to the the part. Um, I think it's the, at the end of the first verse. We're going to stop. We're going to knock the crap off. We're going to stop. We're going to knock the crap off. And I, because I said crap, my cousin looks at me in such disdain. Like, did you just say that? Did you just say that? And I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the audio clips of a lot of that in this podcast too because oh, I think I think a lot of people need to hear that. But so yes, I put on a rap concert when I was nine years old to a bunch of middle-aged white men and women who are probably like. Oh my don't sweet Jesus! This. Don't appreciate it, but they're just they're they're there for they're there for you until you're done, and it's like you're never listening well, to that actually, shit again. <laughs> actually, in the video, I said I have one more song, and in the background, my grandma, God rest her sweet soul, said "Yay!" <laughs> when I said I have one more, <laughs> poor thing, could she even hear you? <laughs> It it's so funny when you oh it's hysterical. Your poor grandma, bro. What the fuck? You know my grandpa hates Eminem. He still hates Eminem, and he always asks me, "Are you still an Eminem fan?" 
Like, yeah, my I'm mom, still an Eminem fan. My mom all the time. But he's so angry. Me too. Yeah. I have a lot to be angry about in life. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, uh, he would always just make fun of his name. He's like, why is he named after the candy? And Like, Grandpa, I don't think that's exactly why he named himself that, but okay. <laughs> no, he's, I always just kind of let him think that, but it was always funny, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, when I send you the video, you'll definitely crack up. It's just. It's. I feel like I'm going to be embarrassed for you. So it's it's a mix of the Eminem show and Encore. Those were the two CDs I had at the time. So. Oh God! How I many know, songs? I think there's like six or seven. Oh my God! My parents wouldn't have let me make it past song one. <laughs> Your parents were way more uh, accepting than mine would have been. They were supporting my dreams. Look how yeah, far son, you can be a rapper. Look, look how far. Look how far it got me. <laughs> you know, we'll get rid of those hiccups if you watch the rap video that I'll send you of my show. I don't want to cry. <laughs> and it was it was one hiccup. One. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, it's, I put together a video for when I entered this Fall Out Boy contest where I put clips of all these different Fall Out Boy songs, and I literally arranged it to how I wanted it to play and played it all on bass. <laughs> okay. That's on a secret right. a secret YouTube link that nobody can find. Mac, Mac Miller, when he was alive, had a secret um, Instagram page on uh, vapes. Like He would do vape tricks. It was like the secret account. That he had. Of course. Why, that, my ex did that too, naturally. It wasn't a secret <laughs> account. Everyone just knew he had the account. What, Who? Your, your ex? <laughs> oh, no. It's not like anybody followed it. Like, yeah, you, I'm just going to do this. And I'm sure, yeah. Ma- I'm sure Mac, just knowing how Mac was, was just trolling, maybe. Like, because. I don't know. I'm, I've never been in the Mac Miller either. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. But anyways, <laughs> um, what's what's your favorite part of this song? Like Haley's inclusion or just the song, whole song in general? Just all of it. It's just funny to me, especially when I'd be hitting my pen and I'd be sitting there giggling and everyone's like, are you good? And I'm like, I think my dad's gone crazy. <laughs> I think my dad's gone crazy. <laughs> oh, and then like I always laughed at the um, – the Ellen John line. I think it's what it was like. I got Ellen John's name. I'm a drag wall. <laughs> All this time, me and Dre have been fucking with hats off. Yeah, he. And he when is, I was and when I was younger, I'm like, what does he mean by that? And, and now then, it's like, and now and- I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not gonna say it on here, but we we know what it. Yeah, we know. Yeah. And then I think I think I read something that he wanted, you know, in order to get Haley to record the vocals, he had to lie to Kim about like taking her somewhere. It was either this song or for ninety seven Bonnie and Clyde. It might have been maybe it was for both, I'm not sure. But he had to lie to Kim about 
where he was taking Haley. Naturally. Like, yeah, I'm going to go have her record some stuff. And then... No big deal. And then the album ends with Curtains Down, which is just, you know, Curtains Up to start, Curtains Down to end. He really knows how to make himself a show. And the Eminem show show ends there perfectly. And today, on the 20th anniversary, we got an extended version. We did. Yes, we did, which had some pretty good songs, songs that I've heard before. Which I honestly, I haven't heard them in depth enough to be able to discuss them, but Simulator was like, yeah, me me neither. I, I can't really tell you much other than... It's just nice to see it kind of extended. And then it had the instrumentals for some songs. Mm-hmm. Like to have the square dance instrumental. I think I will just listen to the square dance instrumental. Just Listen, I love instrumental music. And I love so like, I. when bands like uh, this vitamin string quartet when they cover everything classically. Live, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, instrumental music and just live music, especially on the vinyl. I think I tweeted mm-hmm. the other day like live vinyl records are fucking awesome. Uh, depending on who it is. Well, I, I got a uh, John Lennon live from New York City one a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. It, sounded, it actually sounded pretty good. Yeah. Well, that was back when live music was actually good. I have two li- I have two live albums. So I have that one. And then I have um, Mac Miller. He had a live from live from space. That was um, a live album. And I have like a hundred live albums of different bands and musicians. Ah, for some, I would love to find Grateful Dead ones. You can find them anywhere. No, I know. It's just, I don't know where to start. That I guess that would be. Dude, there's so many live Grateful Dead box sets and everything, and it all sounds the same. Don't even. So you have all the M&M vinyl? Yes. Even MMLP2? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't find that. I also, speaking of live, I have uh, 2012 Live at the Reading. Okay, that was um, yeah, I've 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 seen that one. That was a bootleg too. Sometimes I like the bootleg one. Like sometimes it's like maybe I feel bad. Oh, then they won't really get money. And then I'm like, what do I care? It's no, it's their fault. They're not fucking putting it out in the first place. Exactly. I have a shit- my dick. <laughs> I have a I have a shit ton of bootlegs too. No bootleg Eminem ones. I mean, Infinite would probably be the only bootleg to get yeah the only bootlegs i have of his are infinite and live at the reading because everything else is um, official pressing yeah it's all commercially mm-hmm. released uh, yeah i mean I, I would love to hear infinite on vinyl it would just because again we it's yellow oh it's awesome i mean i would see copies online for like 50 60 bucks and i was mm-hmm. contemplated it but I mean, yeah, everything's commercial. So the only ones I don't have are, I have, I don't have MMLP2, which I really want because that's a very mm-hmm. good out. I won't get Revival because I hate, I almost feel like I have to get it. But you do. I hate it. I the really. Fuck? It doesn't matter. <sighs> what? So Pretty you... Odd is not my favorite Panic at the Disco album, but I'm going to have to get it to fill my whole collection. All so right, like... fair enough. 
It's and I don't have kamikaze. I need kamikaze. Yes, you do. Yeah. My brother guy gave me that for Christmas one year. He went all the way to Urban Outfitters as a mom millennia to get one for me, and I'm like, yes, sir. It is. That was that was Eminem's sort of comeback album. I think I liked Kamikaze. Oh, Kamikaze is just a. It will never compare to the beautiful Eminem show, though. No, nothing, nothing will with his work. He can put out all the great shit he's been putting out, and nothing will compare to the Eminem show. Which. Uh... I'm so glad that we did this just because we could actually reminisce on how fucking good of an album it really is and was. I need to reminisce on it because I think about this daily and I listen to it almost daily. Yeah, a a lot of it comes in my mixes. It's usually like Mm -hmm. till I collapse or just like, you know, square dance. um, Mm -hmm. Because those are the ones that I would constantly, constantly listen to. Same here. I think just the instrumental catches your ear. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a beautiful, beautiful album. And I think this was a beautiful podcast. What do you think? 16 out of 10. I was saying 17, but you know what? 16. We, okay. we got to go. No, we got to go even numbers. We can't go odd numbers. Why not? Odd numbers are cool. Yeah, they are. I like it. They're I, odd. They're pretty odd. <laughs> Very odd. But I appreciate you coming on and discussing this yeah, wonderful thanks masterpiece. Thanks for having me on. And if you guys want to give her a listen, her podcast is Music History on a High Note and available on Spotify. You could follow her on Instagram. And uh, you want to give your uh, plug for that? Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is erica's.vinyl. Erica spelled the correct way, E-R-I-C-A. Um, and then Erica Vinyl on TikTok and all that shit. And yeah, uh, Music History and a High Note, I think on every form you can get a podcast on now. Perfect. And and just, you know, thank you again. I appreciate it. And Thank you. I love obsessing over Eminem. Of course. It's nice, too, when it's a album to just reminisce about. So Dude. It's, I mean, it's a whole ass banger, and it's such a controversial. Well, this is his best. Well, no, this is his best. No motherfucker, the Eminem show. Is Eminem his best. show is his best. Yes, Eminem show is his best. So thank uh. you again. Check her out on social media, and I don't know why I'm waving. Nobody can see me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 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 late, so it. it... And all right, everybody, uh, the Eminem Show 20th Anniversary Podcast. Go on and listen and take care. When I think of my favorite Eminem album, often I kind of rotate back around to the Eminem Show. The album has some of the goofier things you'd expect from Eminem at that point with songs like Without Me and My Dad's Gone Crazy and the skits on the album. But also, the album has a lot of strong tracks like White America and Till I Collapse and Superman. And also, quite a few really good features with the likes of Dr. Dre and arguably D12's best song. As well as, of course, Nate Dogg on Till I Collapse.